Hey, everybody. Welcome to my podcast, uh, Teacher Mindset, helping you guys to find calm in the teaching, uh, in the teaching chaos. And today we are talking about mindfulness and quick mindfulness practices that you can use throughout your day. Um, and according to mindful.org, in case you're not sure, mindfulness is the basic human ability to be fully present, aware of where we are and what we're doing, and to be not overly reactive or overwhelmed by what's going on around us. So sort of links into Eckhart Tolle's The Power of Now. It's being in the present moment and not worried about the past or worried about the future, but rather focusing on what's going on around us at this exact moment. So right now you are here with me and I am so, so, so excited to uh, help out as many teachers as possible. And if you know a teacher who could uh, who could benefit from some of these tips, then absolutely send this podcast their way, or you can go and check it out on my YouTube channel as well, um, Finding Calm in the Teaching Chaos, okay, or at Teacher Mindset as well, which is my handle. All right, without further ado, let's get started. So I've got for you a whole selection of quick mindfulness practices, because let's face it, if there's anyone who doesn't have a lot of extra time out there, it is teachers. So the first one is breath work, breathing exercises. And I will tell you, I was a teacher for 20 years, and I remember in my earlier days of teaching, just losing the plot, just completely yelling at the kids. Like if they didn't do what I needed them to do, or I was upset with them. My go-to was always shouting and screaming. And if you are there, I, I feel you, I understand it's difficult back then though. I didn't have any strategies of what I could really do differently. I didn't, you know, other teachers around me were yelling. My teachers when I was in school were yelling and um, as you know, now it's, you know, very uh, counterproductive. It doesn't actually solve any problems and it, you know, completely destroys relationships between you and the kids. So since I started having a regular meditation practice, my ability to stay calm, even when the kids are completely off their rocker has just increased exponentially. I could not tell you the last time I've yelled at a student. Like it has been absolute years. It's probably been over 10 years. So with breath work, okay. And there are a few different ways you can do breath work, but this is a really quick one. And you are also more than welcome to do this with the class if you want to, um, you know, want to teach them. But basically you are going to take just a few minutes for focused breathing. Okay. And the quickest and easiest way to do this is to inhale deeply for a count of four. And you kind of just count in your mind, right? Like slowly, because you're trying to slow down your um, parasympathetic nervous system. And you just breathe in as deep as you can for four counts. If you can't get to four counts yet, don't worry. It does get better. If you can, try to hold your breath for four counts. Okay, so you inhale, you hold for four counts, and then you exhale for four counts. Now, whether you exhale out the nose or the mouth, it's up to you. Um, 
eventually it's good to try and get to exhaling out of the nose. But I personally feel that <laughs> exhaling out of the, mo the mouth, maybe it's not as um, beneficial, but I personally like exhaling out of the mouth. I don't know why it just makes me feel um, more accomplished, like more like the breathing is working. <laughs> so I always go, I often tend to exhale through the mouth. And now ideally you want to repeat this um, what for however many, much time you've got. If you've only got a minute, maybe repeat it twice. If you've got two minutes, repeat it two times or three times or four times. But it is, um, it is definitely a really simple and effective way just to center yourself. Okay. Number two is gratitude journaling. Now, I know, but I'm going to actually preface this by saying, keep in mind that these are just ideas. You want to find what works for you because I don't want anyone getting turned off when I mention the word journaling, because I know some people are like, I don't have time to journal. And that's absolutely not what this is, but gratitude journaling is simply starting or ending your day by jotting down three things you are grateful for. And it can, and I like to start with like, I am so happy and grateful that this happened, or I'm grateful for this, or I am so excited and grateful, um, you know, for this moment today. And this practice shifts focus to positive aspects in your day, because let's face it, especially as teachers, we have so many <laughs> things that happen in our day that we're just like, oh my gosh, I can't control this. I can't control this. It's it's just going nuts. And and you can't control it. So, but one thing you can control is this, like these ideas that I'm giving you today. So gratitude journaling, um, it helps to foster a mindful perspective because it forces you to shift your focus from what were the negative things in your day to the positive things in your day? And it can even just doesn't even have to be about the day. If it was a particularly difficult day, it can even be, um, you know, what are you grateful for in terms of your family or your friends or your, um, you know, the like parts of your body, something, something like this. And I would also say in the middle of chaotic moments in your day, Try to, if you can, I know it's tricky, but just try, try to look for one thing. Like when it's really chaotic, kind of stop for a second, look around and see, is there one thing you could be grateful for in that moment? Um, it could possibly be, you know, a child who's trying to help another child. It could be a colleague who has come in to help you. It could be a group of children who are enjoying themselves and not not causing any, any of the chaos, um, and sort of like focus your energy there and really just say to yourself, like, I'm so grateful for this child doing this right now. Like, thank you. Um, because I just do find that that can, can really, you know, help, uh, because again, there are some things you just can't control. All right. Number three is mindful walking. Okay. Mindful walking. And if you're the type who, you know, feels like you need to, you know, bury your head in your desk during break, or you've got a lot of things to do, just remember that mindful walking is the idea to kind of get out of your head for a second. It's for self-care. Okay. So even if you have a bit to do, just maybe try and take a mindful walk anyway. I really like the rainbow walk. Um, when you do the rainbow walk, you pay attention to like each step 
the sensation, the movement and the surroundings. But at the same time, in order to get out of your head, you have to focus on looking for something that represents the different colors of the rainbow. And this forces your attention span to be somewhere else rather than on, you know, what's going wrong with your day or what's going wrong with, with things, with some of the kids or whatever. Um, because I know, you know, and we'll get into generation alpha. I know it's difficult in a lot of, a lot of cases, but you want to try and do this. And you may even consider if you want, you may even consider telling the kids or telling a colleague, um, and inviting them to join you for the rainbow walk. That could be quite fun because also it's like a teachable moment. You're teaching the kids how to sort of get out of what's going on with them as well and coming on this walk with you. But no matter who it's with, remember that the goal is to just take yourself out of school for a second and get into the now and the fact that you are alive. So this is a great way to refresh and refocus and reframe your mindset for the next segment of your day. All right. Number four is the quick body scan. Okay. So the quick body scan and you can get, there's, there's some body scans you can get on YouTube as well, but basically you are going to close your eyes and mentally scan your body from head to toe. Okay. So this works nicely if you're sitting in your chair at work or in your, in your classroom, obviously when no one is there. And when you are sitting there and just kind of mentally scanning your body from head to toe, you want to notice where the tension is in your body and you are going to consciously release it. And I understand that is <laughs> sounds sounds easier in your mind. You're like, I don't really know how to consciously release my tension. <laughs> but basically, I'm going to give you five mantras, okay, that you can say and sort of focus on that, like if it's me, it's usually up in the my um, upper back area where I'm always holding most of my tension. So you want to breathe, okay? Deep breaths is key, like in and out. You don't have to do the four count. You can just deep breath and deep breath out. And here are five mantras that you can try. The first one is, I release, I let go. I release, I let go. You can say that to yourself, you know, 10 times, 15 times. And this mantra emphasizes the act of consciously releasing that tension. So as you repeat it, imagine the tension leaving your body with each exhale. And I've used colors to do this. So when I inhale, I always inhale positive colors. I inhale like bright white or yellow or maybe like bright rainbow colors, right? And I, and I imagine that's coming into my body and moving through my body. And then when I exhale, I always exhale um, dark gray, like smoke, like dark gray, black, like all any negativity, any color that would represent more negativity that I always exhale. So that is one way you can try it too. Another mantra is softness in, tension out, softness in, tension out. So focusing on inviting the softness with each inhale and intentionally releasing the tension um, on each exhale, it basically just reinforces the idea in your mind that you're replacing that tension with relaxation. 
Okay, number uh, third mantra that you can use, inhale peace, exhale tension. And again, feel free to use the colors. I always like the colors. <laughs> um, you, my students always liked the colors as well. Use this, uh, so inhale peace, exhale tension. And you can use this mantra to synchronize your breath with a mental visualization as well. So again, inhaling peaceful energy, and as you exhale, visualizing um, the tension sort of leaving your body. So you can almost do it like a picture too. You can imagine like all the muscles are really like knotted. And then as you exhale, they kind of all become really slack. Um, and then as you inhale, you bring in more peace and then they become more slack, the muscles until the tension is being exhaled. Okay, number four mantra is I am calm, I am relaxed. I am calm, I am relaxed. And affirmations like this, even though they seem simple, they're actually extremely powerful. And if you repeat this mantra, you can embody the calm and relaxed state that you wish to achieve. <laughs> even if you're like sort of faking it, your mind can only believe what you tell it. So if you are telling yourself that you are calm and relaxed, your mind has no choice but to allow that to enter into your psyche. Uh, and this can definitely reinforce a positive mindset. And the last one, uh, the last mantra is each breath is a renewal. Each breath is a renewal. So you're reminding yourself that with every breath, you have the opportunity to renew, to refresh, to start over. And you, as you breathe in, you can maybe imagine like vitality entering your body. You could imagine every cell in your body is suddenly like little runners, like running around. Um, and then as you exhale, you can imagine all the lazy cells are kind of like getting up and like leaving your body, right? So you could try one of those visualizations as well. All right. The fifth um, mindfulness practice, quick mindfulness practice today is the five senses check-in. So five or five senses, five senses check-in. So with the five senses, right, you've got, um, you know, sight, touch, hearing, smell, taste. <laughs> and basically you are going to pause and you are going to, wherever you are, you're going to identify five things that you can see, four things you can touch, three things you can hear, two things you can smell, and one thing that you can taste. And it basically brings you back to the present moment. The whole purpose of this is, again, to refocus yourself, to stop living in the past, stop worrying about what happened earlier that day that is done. Stop worrying about what you still have to do towards the end of the day that, you know, maybe is causing you some, some concern. Leave that for when it has to happen. And it probably won't be nearly as scary as you think it is. So doing the five senses check-in, five things you can see, four things you can touch, three things you can hear, two things you can smell, one thing you can taste, it will really help to just re-center in the present moment into the now. All right, number six is desk meditation. Okay, so this is a little bit, I'm going to give you five other mantras at the moment. 
This is to when you're at your desk instead of if you're maybe somewhere else. It's similar to the other meditation, but sit comfortably. Okay. Close your eyes and focus on your breath. And I don't know if you have trouble relaxing, but try your absolute best to relax your fingers and relax your toes. And I find that this can often help relax every part about you. Um, so this short meditation, you might want to set a timer for a couple of minutes because you're actually going to try and meditate fully. This short meditation can be done right at your desk for a quick reset. So as you are using the mantras, you are just focusing on your breath and the mantra It's very important. Your eyes are closed and that you're comfortable and as relaxed as possible. Number one, inhale calm exhale chaos inhale calm exhale chaos so it's basically because you're inhaling deeply you're inviting that calmness in and you are releasing any chaotic energy that accumulated throughout your day so inhale calm exhale chaos and you just say that to yourself until your timer goes off and you focus on that mantra and keep saying it because it will bring your mind and any thoughts that kind of waft in, just gently let them flow by, let them pass. Don't, you know, say goodbye to them. Just don't even let them entertain anything. They, they, they must just float, float in and out. Okay. Number two mantra for the desk meditation is I am grounded. I am present. I am grounded. I am present. So you want to repeat this mantra until your timer goes off. And that's the beauty about having a timer, right? Because you can put it on for two minutes. You can put it on for one minute. You can put it on for five minutes. Um, feel your body grounded in your chair and let go of the scattered thoughts from the chaos. I am grounded. I am present. Okay. Number um, three mantra, stillness in, turbulence out. Stillness in, turbulence out. It's kind of nice turbulence. It's very sibilant, those sounds like stillness, turbulence. I like it. Uh, so you this is the emphasis of the like sort of the contrast between stillness and chaos, right? So you're inviting stillness in, and as you exhale, visualize like releasing the turbulence of that day, especially things that are beyond your control. Um okay, number the next mantra is peace surrounds me chaos dissolves. So you can envision actually a bubble of peace around you. And this is one I will do. Um, um, I, I can't wait to do the energy fields po podcast because that is like so fantastic. That's was a game changer for me for sure. So you want to envision a bubble of peace around you and you know, you can go with like a white light, a rainbow light, whatever light you want, but this bubble of peace where nothing can really penetrate at that moment. And with each breath, you allow this peace to expand. Gradually, it dissolves the chaos that may have surrounded your desk when you started the meditation. Okay, this is a bit of a longer mantra, but it helps um, if you might struggle to keep focused. I control my breath. My breath controls my stress. I control my breath. My breath controls my stress. And this is focusing, this is to help you focus on the breath as a tool to manage stress. So by repeating this mantra while paying attention to like how you inhale and how you exhale, 
you're letting the breath become a source of calm in the midst of the teaching chaos. Okay, last two mantras. Next one, this moment is mine. I choose peace. This moment is mine. I choose peace. And acknowledging that in that moment, you have control over your inner state. You oh, you have control on that. You may not have control over a lot of things, but you have control over that, over your thoughts, your reactions, you know, how you respond to things you have control. So this mantra is used to, um, is used to help like reaffirm that you're choosing peace in the middle of the chaos. This moment is mine. I choose peace. And the last one, clarity in, confusion out. This is a good one. If you are trying to figure out a problem, you can be like, you can almost like ask the universe, like universe, what would it take for me to be able to fix this problem? <laughs> clarity in, confusion out. And you're here in inhaling with the intention of bringing in the mental clarity um, and releasing the overwhelm or the confusion that's coming along with, you know, any issue at that point. So it can help to clear that mental clutter. All right. I hope uh, if you try any of those, you must, you know, um, let me know how it goes in the comments uh, of my podcast or even in the, in my YouTube channel, because I'll be posting this on YouTube as well. Number seven of our quick mindfulness practices for teachers is mindful eating. Okay, now I know, guys, I know, guys, girls, everyone, teachers, I know. Literally, sometimes you are eating in the three seconds that the kids are coming in from break. <laughs> okay, as they're coming in, like that's when you're eating because that is literally the only time you add. Want to try and stop that. <laughs> Want to try and give ourselves a little bit of time to mindful eat. So during lunch, we want to eat mindfully. We want to pay attention to what we're eating, paying attention to the smell, the texture. Um, you know, give thanks for the food. Give thanks to the food that it's nourishing your body. I personally found when um, my best go-to for eating was always overnight oats. And my colleague as well, we used to always come in and compare what we put in our overnight oats because you literally would put oats in a jar and you could add anything to it. You could add like chia seeds or any kind of seed or peanut butter, protein powder, chocolate protein powder, if you want different fruits. Um, though I recommend adding bananas only the next day because they didn't not do well in the overnight part. Um, yeah. So Anything you can think of goes into the overnight oats and then you grab it the next day. And it was something that I could eat consistently like throughout the day because I could eat it. I didn't have to heat it up or anything. So that was, uh, I always liked that one with mindful eating. Well, even if I couldn't mindfully eat, at least I had something that was healthy and that was nourishing. So you want to try and eat mindfully if you can. All right. Number eight is the gratitude circle. So this is one that you want to do with your kids. And it's quite valuable because I learned that when I used to ask my kids what they were grateful for, they really could not get by, get past mom and dad or their dog or something to that effect. So as we did it more and more, 
And I showed them that I was grateful for my legs. For this reason, I was grateful for my eyes. I was grateful for the food in my fridge. I was grateful for, you know, but also obviously like if you have students who might be um, struggling with something like that, you would be mindful what you would say, but working on your body, working on seeing little things, you know, the people who love me, uh, my friend, I'm grateful for my friend because of this. So anyways, the gratitude circle works like this before starting a lesson have a quick gratitude circle with your students where you share one thing you are grateful for, and then you invite them to do the same because it creates a positive and connected atmosphere in the class. And it's nice if you can stand and do the circle, but if that doesn't work, you maybe want to take them outside and quickly do the circle. Um, but if that doesn't work, then you can always um, uh, just do it in class, like before your lesson starts. All right. Number nine, two more to go. Number nine is the one minute mindfulness. When you're super pressured, <laughs> you set a timer for one minute. Okay. You explain to your kids that breathing can help when we are scared, anxious, or upset. So this is another one that you want to try and do with your kids. If you, um, so you can help them also practice mindfulness because it's, I feel like it was a real game changer for me. Then if you have younger, younger students, you can even just get them to breathe in for a count of three and breathe out for a count of three. Um, but basically by explaining that it's good for when we're scared or anxious or upset, it teaches them why we work on our breath. And if they're older, you can show them how to do the whole count four in and four out. Um, and then if you want, depending on your class, you can also show them how to hold for maybe three to four seconds before they breathe out, but it just, you would have to just base it around your kids. And as you add this into your lessons, your older kids might want to do this for maybe two or three minutes. You could challenge, you know, like, let's see if we can breathe for two minutes instead of one minute. And uh, yeah, if you have younger kids, you might want to start with 30 seconds with the breathing and then build up and say, oh my gosh, guys, I think, I wonder if we could do 40 seconds today. Let's see. And then, you know, it's almost like they're in, you know, trying to beat their time which might work with today's kids. Okay. And the last one, number 10 of our quick mindfulness practices is to incorporate stretching into your routine. All right. And when I say routine, I sort of mean your day. <laughs> it's hard. I mean, I like to do it in the morning, like a little bit of yoga or something like that, but I understand it's really difficult sometimes to add that in. So basic stretching, you want to practice whatever you stretch, you want to synchronize your movements with your breath. So you want to stretch, you breathe in, and then as you breathe out, you sort of want to deepen the stretch so you can feel it more. And this not only relaxes the body, but it also brings more attention to the present moment. You could try one of the mantras while you're stretching um, in your mind, because you want to also definitely focus on the breathing and one thing you could actually do if uh, if you have the the time or you you've worried that you're going to lose focus and you can't stop thinking about things that are bothering you, start saying how grateful you are for each part of your body. So this happened to me once. I went for a run and I had my iPod on, but my iPod died probably about five minutes into the run. And I was running for like 30 minutes. I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? So in order to 
get out of my own head because sometimes I overthink if I'm running, which is why I have the iPod. I started saying from my, from my feet all the way up to my head, I started thanking like every single part of my body. I was thanking my cells. And every time I would say, for instance, thank my feet, I would imagine all of the cells in my feet, like little hearts with faces on them. And they were all fluttering and being so excited that they were being thanked because I was focusing on them at that moment. And then I would thank my calves and I would thank my um, my quads and my thighs and my abs and my muscles and my brain and my fingers and my arms. I w- literally went through the whole, my whole entire body, which t- completely took up the 30 minutes. And I felt so good after it was incredible, actually, how good I felt after. Um, so it does definitely, definitely work. All right. There you have it, teachers. I hope that some of these um, will work for you and that you can gonna try them out. And like I said, uh, go make a comment or subscribe, all that good stuff. I've also put the video on YouTube for this. If you wanna make some comments, or you wanna watch it again. Uh, yeah, and if, yeah, that's basically, I am sending all of you love, light and laughter for a beautiful week ahead with lots of mindfulness and as little uh, chaos as possible. All right. Love you.